everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great joy to bring to testimony a gentleman whose ministry and mission in Iran is changing lives for eternity. Dr. Hormoz Shariat, president and founder of Iran Alive Ministries. Dr. Shariat, welcome to testimony. Well, thank you for inviting me, Jensen. Well, it's an honor to have you here, sir. I have Peggy Dowd uh, to thank for connecting us. Let's get right to it. Your ministry, your mission, we are here at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Anaheim, California, 2019. First question, what is God doing in the Islamic world today? You know, we, we as Christians in the West, we are not aware of what God is doing. We even some of us don't even like Muslims or are not aware that God loves them and, and that He's doing something for them. You know, if you ask God, uh, what, what are you going to do about Islam? Islam is an unsolved problem in the world. People don't know how to encounter it. But if you ask God, what should we do about Islam? You think He's going to say, I don't know. He is love and He has plans. So He is opening nations just like Iran as a nation open to the message of the gospel. So it's our job to be alert and aware of what God is doing and do our part. Why do I say we should do our part? Because He's doing His part. What is His part? Opening hearts, opening nations, appearing to Muslims in visions and dreams, miracles. He's doing all that among Muslims, telling us, hey guys, I love them and I've opened their hearts. Would you share the gospel with them? Would you do your part? And it is our duty to love them and to share the gospel with them. And that's our mission. Amen and amen. How did you yourself come to faith in Jesus Christ? I was born as a Muslim and pretty much devout until my teenage years where I focused on science and degrees. So I came to U.S. for a Ph.D. degree at the University of Southern California. That's when I got interested in spiritual things. I studied Quran and then Bible compared and found out both cannot be true. They're contradictory. After a few months of struggle, I realized the message of the gospel is simple, but it changes lives. So in a simple prayer, I received Christ and I saw a deep change in my own life and in my marriage. Then I felt something. I feel, I hope everybody feels the same, which is if you don't share the gospel with others, you are selfish because this is a message that can change lives, can heal families, can change and transform nations, and we should not keep it to ourselves. So even though I was an engineer, introvert, shy, I started sharing the gospel with people, and one by one, Muslims came to Christ. So I planted churches among Muslims in Northern California, several, and uh, right after September 11, uh, we bought one hour a week of airtime from a secular channel. And we went on the air, we covered the whole Middle East, and from day one, we saw our phones ringing with Muslims calling to ask questions and praying to receive Christ. And it has not stopped yet. Well, well, the hallmark scripture of this program is Revelation 12:11, which states, 
we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We overcome the evil one by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So how powerful has your own personal testimony been in leading a Muslim to Christ? How do you share with your fellow Muslim brothers? Well, I make it uh, the message simple. And I share the things that are non-existent in Islam. There is no love in Islam. So number one message, God is love. God loves you and I love you. So we do not bash Islam in our programs. God has called me and called all of us to love because He so much loved the world that He sent His Son. So the beginning point is loving. If you want to share the gospel with Muslim friends and family members, number one, you should love them. And may I challenge your listeners? Because the spirit of Islam is fear and hatred. May I say, if you hate Muslims, dislike them, or you're afraid of them, may I say you're submitting to the spirit of Islam and you need to get rid of it because God loves them. And that's the starting point. Uh, love has so much power. The uh, Bible says perfect love castles fear. So it is a part of our spiritual warfare against the spirit of Islam. So let's love them. And by the way, many of them are so open to the gospel. We think Muslims are closed. No, God has opened their hearts. And Iran, as a nation, has rejected Islam and open to the gospel. Nobody talks about it. You don't hear it in the news, but millions of Iranians, after 40 years of experiencing Islam, they're saying, Islam is not the way. Islam is our problem. We need to get rid of Islam. Millions have walked away from Islam. And if we don't reach out to them, they walked towards secularism. So they're thinking if Islam, the best religion is like this, let us forget it. Let's become secular, but we won't allow them. We share the good news of the gospel, and they are so attracted to Jesus. Jesus is attractive. You just share Jesus. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, you obviously have the joy of the Lord, and I'm reminded of that scripture, uh, Dr. Shariot. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dr. Hormoz Shariot of Iran Alive Ministries. .org here at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Anaheim. Next question. Talk about the practicality of getting the gospel to the Iranian underground church through media and what programming you're bringing to them. Well, that's where technology comes in. The government of Iran is controlling the phones and internet, but one thing they cannot stop, the signal from the sky. So what we do is we broadcast from satellite for free. The signal is coming from the sky, so the government cannot stop it. So we go over the heads of these mullahs into people's homes, look at their eyes and tell them, Jesus loves you, and they're open. Did you know many Muslims that I share the gospel, they say when we hear the gospel, as if God had already written that in our heart. We already believed it. He just explained it. So that's why Iran has the fastest growing evangelical population in the world. That's an independent research has shown is Iran is number one. Muslims are ready to come to Christ. Islam is being defeated in Iran, and we need to get together, enter that open gate. God has opened the gates of Islam to us. The walls are coming down. The cracks are in Iran. Praise God, praise God. Now, what type of programming specifically are you looking for? What programs reach your listeners? 
I'm inviting people to come and partner with us. Of course, the prayer is important and uh, support of financials, but we want partners who have teaching programs, preaching programs, programs for women, children, just come broadcast with us. On the other side, there are hungry people. There are two, three million believers in Iran, let alone all the non-believers who are open to the gospel. But these believers in Iran have no church. They're isolated in their homes. They're prisoners in their homes. So let's be church to them. Let's be pastors to them. So I invite all kinds of partnership who will come and broadcast with us. We have 24-7. We do some of our programmings ourselves, but we are praying for partners. Praise God, praise God. How do you see the future of Iran? The Bible talks about the future of Iran. All I need to do is believe the Bible. Bible talks about Jeremiah in Jeremiah 49, 38. God says, I will set my throne in Elam, which is today completely inside Iran. Set my throne in Elam. What does that mean? It doesn't mean just number of Christians, even churches. It will be a society where Jesus rules He's worshipped, he's obeyed in every segment of the society. Not just in churches like America, but in the government, marketplace, media, in every segment. So that's the future. If we believe it, which we should, may I share, I don't do it by faith, now I do it by sight because I can see it happening fast. So it can happen. Iran can be a Christian nation. It can. It's a possible dream in one generation because Christianity is growing that fast in Iran. Wow, wow, that's amazing. And just a sign of the times, wouldn't you say, of the Lord's return? Yeah, when you look at prophecies, yeah, Jeremiah 49 talks about the war, Ezekiel 38, all that, you see those events are so close to each other, and Iran becoming a Christian nation at the same time, the government of Iran attacking Israel, they're all prophesied, and we are fast approaching. As you know, Iranian government, despite all the sanctions and economy, they are developing nuclear bomb. That's their priority. And they are saying we need to wipe Israel off the map. The government, not the people. So you can see both prophecies mm -hmm. being fulfilled at the same time. One prophecy, Iran will attack Israel because of the government developing missiles and nuclear bombs. Another set of prophecy, Iran will be a Christian country. It's amazing. Both are happening at the same time. Wow, wow. On my program, Testimony with Jensine Bard, I've covered the threat of terror abroad and in our nation, covered how terrorism is infiltrating into all sectors of life, stealth, jihad, in our educational system, in the halls of Congress. We see that happening today. What would you say to those of us in America that are tolerating jihad in the highest halls of office and how do we reach those people? Well, Islam in the West is not the true Islam, number one. Americans, we are deceived by Islam. Deception by Islam is a part of their strategy. Allah says I'm the best of deceivers. So Islam that's presented in the West is not true Islam. When you look at Islamic countries, you don't see this kind of Islam. Islam a religion of peace. If it's peace, why don't you see peace in Islamic countries? And uh, women equal, why don't you see there what they have implemented? So in the West, we are deceived and we should, not, we should not believe. And one of them is jihad. 
say, oh, jihad is not violence, jihad is just working against sin and inequality. If that's the case, maybe your own prophet didn't get jihad because when he described jihad, for him was war. Don't you think he understood what jihad is? So even the definition of jihad is tailored for the consumption of the West. Well, exactly, and I'm reminded of that scripture in Hosea 4, 6 that states, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So the West needs to be educated. We need to evangelize where you are as much as we need to evangelize in the United States. Your thoughts? We need to evangelize. We need to not tolerate the evil, but overcome evil with good. We need to be light in this nation and tell the truth with love. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Dr. Hormoz Shariat, president and founder of IranAliveMinistries.org. That's IranAliveMinistries.org, who is doing a tremendous work in his nation and for his people. Muslims are coming to faith in Jesus Christ through his programming. Dr. Shariat, it has been an absolute honor to have you here on Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Last question, how can those listening best support what you're doing? Well, the best way to know more about us is uh, easy. They can text the word IRAN, I-R-A-N, to the number 74784. Join us in prayer in support, but also in ministry. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Hormo Shariat, IranAliveMinistries.org. We thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Jensen. You're doing a great work. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensene Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for testimony.